0: You're a monster. Fantasy Monsters! Oh my God! Welcome in, all of my friends and family, to another episode of the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Your host today is Caleb. Guys, we got some fun stuff to talk about here with all of these coach firings. I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. Got some fun stuff to talk about that and give you some of my opinions. And then on top of that, we're just going to look at some playoff pictures. We're going to talk about the games this weekend. Um, We'll do a DFS episode later um, this week on Friday for you guys. So if you want to do some DSF plays um, in the postseason, you know, check out that episode. But Let's go ahead and jump right into all of the fun, fun stuff. All right, monster news for us. So all these coaches getting fired, a lot of these were, you know, we were anticipating a lot of coach being coaches being fired. In fact, I had a few more that I thought were going to go, but we'll talk about those in a little bit. Um, but first things first, Vic Fangio was fired from the Broncos. I'm kind of not surprised here after three straight losing seasons. Um <laughs> It's just funny when you have a losing season at seven and nine and you still finish second in your division in 2019, but five and 11, seven and 10 after that, just not, not good records. They're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. I mean, bringing in Teddy, I don't think, you know, yeah, he's got a veteran presence and, and all this kind of stuff, but I'm not a Teddy fan. I'm not a Drew Locke fan either even though he's not looked terrible. I will say the one thing that um, I am a fan of on this team is their defense stepped up. I mean, this defense is not bad. Uh, they have a, a very solid defense in my opinion. Um, I think it'll build and be able to get better in this off season as well, but they need to figure out their pieces on offense. You know, when you have a talented tight end um, you have really, really solid wide receivers You arguably have two excellent running backs. One of them will most likely not be back, but you still have Javante Williams moving forward. You just got to figure out your quarterback. They're going to have to go find somebody in free agency. I don't think they're going to be able to draft a starter this year. They might still move forward with Teddy Bridgewater. We'll just have to kind of wait and see what the new regime is going to want to do. But in my opinion, I think Vic Fangio, yes, that was... um, that was an easy choice. I think the rest of this front office also needs to kind of go though. I'm tired of John Elway thinking it's always the coach's fault. Dude, you're, got, you're the guy making all, you know, you're the CEO or not the CEO, but the chief of football operations. I mean, it, the buck's got to stop with you, bro. So sorry, John, but I love what you did as a player. You've been absolutely garbage as a front office person. So um, hopefully you'll make your way out as well and move forward. But um, we also want to say uh, Mike Zimmer, <clears throat> Rick Spillman, both out in Minnesota. I mean, looking at Mike Zimmer's tenure, I mean, he's been there since 2014. So was it eight years? <clears throat> Overall, he had a winning record, 72 and 56. Um, but the thing is, is like they made the playoffs three times. Not great, but they <laughs> and they lost all of them. Um <laughs> So well, not lost. Uh, you know, they ended up not making the Super Bowl. Let's just put it that way. I mean, he's two and three in the postseason. Um, but the thing with me, man, is like Mike Zimmer is known as this defensive type coach, and their defensive ranking ranking, I mean, in 2019 was fifth, and I mean, I think 2018 was even better. I think it was fourth. So very, very good defenses. And then all of a sudden they were 29th in 2020 and then 24th this past season in defense. Now this is in points per game. I don't really care um, about yardage and all this kind of stuff. It's how much points you guys are giving up. Let's just keep it simple. Um, So, you know, they gave up the 29th most points in 2020 and 24th this past year. And that's just not winning. That's not a winning formula for a defensive coach. So I'm not surprised to see this happen. Um, They really need to figure out their corners Um, and you know, they're secondary in general, but, um, we'll, we'll see what move forward here. Um, the shocker of the day for me, and I think for the NFL community in general, I don't, and, and honestly, best thing, best case scenario for this coach, uh, Brian Flores was let go in Miami. Um, sucks. I don't like, I mean, I, I love, absolutely love him as a head coach. So I hate to see him get let go, but I think there was conflict between him and Chris Greer, uh, their general manager. So, you know, I, I'm not sure. I, I mean, this could be all over the Deshaun Watson Tua stuff. From what it sounds like is, you know, he Chris Greer was more of a, of a Tua fan um, than Brian Flores. So we'll see. But what I'm looking at is the fact that now that he's been let go, okay, um, in fact, I didn't even need to write notes for this guy because I just knew it doesn't matter. He's going to go somewhere, one of these other open head coaching vacancies and kill it. I mean, just think about what he can do with a team that was literally nothing. The Dolphins were nothing before he got there. Their defense turned around quickly, um looked like a just a top 10 defense in the league. And honestly, what he was able to do with a lackluster quarterback who again, I was a big Tua fan coming out, but Dude, he has not performed well and he will not be in the NFL much longer. Hate to say it. Sorry, buddy. I'm a left-handed quarterback just like you, bro, but it's just not working out. It's It, it doesn't look good. And so I think he's going to be able to go to one of these teams, you know, just just think about the openings. I mean, Justin Fields, you know, head coach there, which we'll get to in a second. You know, he can go to the Vikings, um, turn that team around. Like, I mean, seriously, it... <laughs> any of these teams. I mean, the Raiders, I mean, so many openings that he could take over and literally turn a team around. I, I hope he doesn't go to Jacksonville. That's the only thing I care about. Um, but any, anywhere else he's going to go in and kill it. And I guarantee you not in this maybe not in the first year, but either the first or definitely by the second year, that's going to be a playoff contender so or even a Super Bowl contender in general. So go Brian Flores. I'm glad it sucks to see you get let go, man, but I think this is going to work out so much better for you and I'm I'm really happy for your next uh, next opportunity, but he will be a big big signing for some team this offseason. But to the moment we have all been waiting for, I am so excited to tell all of you it has finally happened. It, it has only taken a couple years. I mean, we've been complaining since 2020 about this, but it has finally happened. Matt Nagy has been let go. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. The bears finally came to their senses and not only did they let Matt Nagy go, Brian Pace, uh, Ryan Pace is also out the window. We knew this was going to happen if they did not have a solid season. Okay. The thing that blows my mind and I love this statistic. Okay, guys. We like statistics, right? Matt Nagy, when he was hired, Ryan Pace came out and he just could not rave anymore about how smart this guy was and what kind of great play caller and play designer Matt Nagy was. And I just want to read this to you, okay? Again, this is on a points per game ranking, okay? Again, that's all I care about. If you're not scoring points, doesn't matter, all right? You can go down the field all you want, but if you don't score points, your team still sucks. 2018, first year. All right, they ended up going 12 and 4. Had a really good season first in the NFC North, lost to Philly. We know what happened later for Philly. Okay? They were ninth in the league in points per game as their offense, which is not bad, top 10. Great. 2019, dropped all the way from ninth to 29th. They were third in the division. Second in the division in 2020, somehow at 8 and 8. They ended up being the 22nd ranked def- uh, offense in points per game. And this past year at six and eleven, they were twenty seventh, and we all saw this year that offensive line was garbage. Um, Justin Fields was on his back more than he can even throw the football. You could just see the defeat, and you know, just the whole entire team in general. No one wants Matt Nagy there. I'm sorry, I don't like people losing their job, but dude, you should have lost it two years ago just because I think he went to the playoffs. They gave you a chance in 2021, um, but yeah, dude, you're you're done. Um, more power to you from having. You know, only one losing season, but eight and eight, two years in a row is garbage. And especially with the defense that they have. But to me, this is one of the biggest prime opportunities for a head coach coming in. All right. So of all these spots, there's there's really good jobs. Don't get me wrong. You know, the Bears is being one of them, though, for sure. I love the Bears opportunity with Justin Fields moving forward in this offense, get a couple pieces on that offensive line in free agency and or the draft, maybe even add a couple more defensive pieces just for some depth cuz this is going to be a huge defensive draft this year. Um this team could be looking really really good with the right coach. Honestly, I would love to see Brian Flores here. Um and, and there's some other guys down here that uh, um, that we can we can talk about being hired on, like Byron uh, Leftwich, Eric Bellamy, um, some of these guys. Even Todd Bowles on this on this team wouldn't be terrible. I remember what he did in the Jets, but let's be honest, that's the Jets. This is the Bears. Um, there's a long, strong history of winning in this and on this team, and they need to get back to it. They need a tough, tough coach. So. I know that Jim Harbaugh's even been, um, you know, talked about coming in into the league. I mean, that would be interesting, um, you know. But we'll, we'll just kind of see what they decide. Um, but I, I hope they just don't jump on whoever's going to say yes. They need to find the right coach for this. That's what they did with Matt Nagy, and you look what they did in the past. You know, four years is just one good se- season and garbage, garbage, garbage. So, um, I'm so happy to share this, though. <laughs> it's been it's been a long time coming. Um on top of that, a couple surprises. I know that Pete Carroll um came out and he was saying that he's comfortable that he's going to re, uh, remain with the team. I know that I put out there um in the Twitter's first, but uh you know, basically, you know, Russell Wilson and him are not getting along and so I think one of them this off-season is going to be gone. I don't know who, I don't know when, I don't know how it's going to work, but you know, the front office has came out and said that they're not really anticipating moving Russell Wilson. Well, I, guys, don't be surprised if Russell Wilson all of a sudden holds out then. I don't think he wants to be on a team with Pete Carroll coaching unless something gets resolved this offseason. He's done it two years in a row. He's already done it again, um, talking about trade opportunities and going to you know these three teams and whatnot. So Pete Carroll, I still think is in the hot seat, even though he wasn't an, an initial um, fire from yesterday. Um, but just keep an eye on it as I I do think there's going to be changes coming to this team. And, and almost as big of a shock to me as Brian Flores getting let go, why the heck did the Giants come out and say that they're going to keep Joe Judge? So, I mean, talk about, I mean, seriously, absolute, you know, is he the worst coach? No, Matt Nagy is. <laughs> let's, let's preface that. But Joe Judge isn't far behind that. I mean, Joe Judge has been just trash. I mean, I look at this team. There's not a lot going for it. Their defense actually wasn't terrible this year. Um, in retrospect to other years, but this offense is still so lackluster. I mean, you have a Kenny Galladay on your team. They need to figure out what to do with Janel Jones. They need to get rid of him, cut him. I don't care. No one's going to trade for him. Um, you know, do whatever you need to do, but they need to figure out what they're going to do as far as bringing in somebody. Again, this draft does not have, um, in my opinion, high profile quarterbacks. I know Matt Corral was one that was uh, linked to be going pretty early, but he also, you know, tore his knee up and the pro and his uh, bowl game. So we'll see, but I'm not even a Matt Corral fan. So I don't know what they're going to do moving forward. They need to figure out the quarterback position. Yes. They should have fired Joe judge. I don't care who you are, but if you run two quarterback sneaks on, on second, nine and third and nine, just because you're backed up on your goal line and you want to, you basically just said, look, Hey, we're not going to do anything with this possession. I'm going to punt the ball. So I'm going to run two quarterback sneaks, run the ball on first down Two quarterback sneaks. What the heck, guys? Like, you know, don't get me wrong. The Giants had nothing to play for, but there was teams that had nothing to play for this past weekend, a.k.a. Jacksonville, um, being one of them, who had a massive upset, a.k.a. also Detroit. Now, Detroit also played half of Green Bay's, you know, second and third string players, but still, it doesn't matter. They had nothing to lose. These guys did not sit back. They were trying to build on their future, okay? And I loved what they did. That's what the Giants should have been doing. They should have been building for next year, seeing what we could have gotten done, but you couldn't even manage to feel comfortable enough to have Daniel Jones throw the ball near your goal line in case of an interception. Who cares? Who cares? Your season's done, man. Play with some integrity, play with some balls and get your job done. And I probably wouldn't be so ticked off at you, but I am absolutely shocked that Joe Judge is still a coach in the NFL um, or at least for the Giants. I think this is an absolute mistake and I don't see it changing this year He will be let go next year All right, let's chat uh, postseason guys Lots and lots of stuff here to chat about. Basically, all I'm going to want to do is just kind of walk through the games, say uh, who I think is going to kick some butt, who may not. Um, kind of just go through the playoffs and and see if uh, who I'm thinking is going to win is going to win. Um, So, I mean, we got a couple games on Saturday. I love Saturday games. I don't know why. I just, it fills my whole weekend up with football. So, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, just, I love it. So, thank you for letting me have a whole weekend of football. Um, but first game we got at three 30, it's going to be Vegas for Cincinnati. Obviously we know that Vegas kind of snuck in with that little collapse that happened, um, with the chargers. I, I, um, I don't even, I don't even know how to explain that timeout either, but Hey, whatever. Congratulations to the Raiders for, for making it in. Um, I, I think the Raiders are going to get killed in this game. <laughs> I think it, I don't I don't think it's gonna be super close. I think Cincinnati's gonna gonna win this game. I, I just love the offense. Um Jamar Chase, um, just what an excellent season he has had. I know at the beginning of the year with all these drop concerns, like we were even concerned about it, but you know what? He he proved us wrong. Way to go. Just have another game. Him and Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. I like the defense. They're a fun team to watch. I think that they have a chance of doing something. Um, in this playoffs that, you know, people didn't really foresee that was going to, you know, going to happen. So I, I think that they could win not only this game, but there's a chance they might win that next game as well. So, I mean, they're going to be a sneaky little, um, team in my, in my mind. Um, New England, Buffalo going to be a great game. I think it's the, th- you know, the third time they're going to have to play this year. Um, and I think they're one and one on the season. So, uh, I think Buffalo, the plant and Buffalo, I don't think as, as far as the cold or if it ends up snowing, I don't think it's going to affect either team because both teams are used to playing in that. I will say that Mac Jones has not looked overly confident in the past few weeks. Um, so Buffalo, I do think is going to come on top in this game. Not a surprise though. Um, Buffalo was one of the teams that I was expecting to be a Super Bowl contender this year. Um, <laughs> they've had some bad games this year though. That has made me question that, but here we are. And we'll kind of see what happens, um, but I do anticipate Buffalo coming out on top of that game. Um, to the fun stuff, I mean, Philly versus Tampa. Tampa's going to destroy this game, um, especially if Jalen Hurts doesn't play. Uh, Tampa's going to walk all over Philly. San Francisco's going to, in my opinion, get beat by Dallas. It's almost like every home team. I don't. I mean, I don't even see how. You know, <laughs> it looks like every home team. who I'm going with. It's really interesting. Um, I do think San Francisco does have a, a chance. Um, to win this game though, but I think Dallas, as long as Dax shows up, as long as Dax shows up in his normal form, um, he'll be fine. But if he shows up and he looks, you know, adequate, I mean, Dallas can run the ball very effectively. Um, You know, I mean, they ended up beating the Rams. Their defense is still very good. Uh, So, I mean, it it could be closer, but I, I think as long as Dax shows up, I'm not talking about anybody else. As long as Dax shows up, they'll win. Um, AFC, back to AFC, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Kansas City should win this game. Um, I, I don't see, I mean, with Pittsburgh kind of sneaking into this this playoff seed here, um, Kansas City should easily come out on top. But you just never know. I mean, Pittsburgh can find ways to win games. Um, but again, I, Kansas City should absolutely destroy this. Patrick Mahomes should have no, no issues carving up this defense. And I don't think Big Ben you know, has it in him to make a deep playoff run anymore. Even if, you know, Deontay Johnson comes back, um, you know, that offensive line's just not in great shape. So I just don't see how it's going to happen. So another, another home win. Um, last but not least, this is probably going to be the most interesting game in my opinion this weekend, because again, just like Buffalo and new England, this team has also played each other a lot this year and that's Arizona at, at LA guys. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be a very tough game. I would like to sit there and think that LA has a really solid chance of winning this, but I don't know anymore. The fact that they lost to San Francisco, which they should not have done, in my opinion. Um, You know, Matthew Stafford is just doing this old school where he used to do this in Detroit and it bugged the heck out of me, where he would just throw the ball downfield and just hope to God someone would catch it. Um, When he's been doing that here in LA, uh, that tends to be the other team. (laughs) so he doesn't have Calvin Johnson. Like he used to be able just to throw the ball and heave it and just Calvin Johnson would go get it. They don't, they don't have that in LA. So he needs to stop that mentality. He needs to be better with his, his, his ball placements. He needs to be accurate and better with his decision-making. But he's missed wide open receivers and it's, and it's really bugged me. Um, I don't know what has happened in the last few weeks um, with, you know, either play calling or his just mindset, but I, this is going to be the only. It seems like the only time this this coming weekend that I think an away team has a is going to win. I think Arizona is going to come out and win. They run the ball very well. The Rams have not been good against the run, um, even though they have like a top five defense. They've not been great. And then on top of that, it's still Kyler freaking Murray. He still can make plays. They still have weapons at the wide receiver positions and at the tight end position with Zach Ertz. I I think Arizona, unfortunately for the Rams. Um, who I had as another Super Bowl contender this year, I think is going to end up losing and Arizona is going to win this game and it's going to shock everybody because I think, again, most people are thinking um, uh, LA is going to win this game. Um, but it's uh, it's not going to happen, guys. So um, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm calling Arizona for this game. Guys, as always, I just want to say thank you for all you guys listening to the podcast. Um, I really do appreciate you guys taking the time to hang out with me again today. Don't forget, go check out Great Wave Recording for any audio and mixing needs. If you want to record a song, talk to Josh Dittner. Let him know that Caleb from the Fantasy Monsters podcast sent you over there. And then also make sure you check out generate health. Um, they're an amazing organization here in St. Louis that do some amazing things, um, for the community. Um, as far as, uh, bringing out and shining light on, um, you know, infancies and pregnancies, um, for, for black, uh, women and children. Um, so just check out them, go to www.generatehealthstl.org where you can donate. Um, but again, guys, we just want to say thank you um, for hanging out. You've listened to another episode of the Fantasy Monsters podcast with Caleb. I'll catch you on Friday for a DFS episode. I can be rotten. I can be cruel, minding the fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster. And I'm just in a-